0: We go. I was listening to a podcast. Um, well, earlier today, actually, the Duncan Trussell Family Hour is one of the greatest shows. They talk about the weirdest stuff and the greatest stuff and the most expanding stuff. Um, I like it quite a bit. <laughs> I was—it's actually one of the very few shows that I have um, tagged. So there are shows, you know, you get you get notifications, uh, hopefully, of this show, <laughs> but you get notifications of shows, your shows that you like that come up. Um, for me, it is um, the ongoing history of new music. I always uh, check that one out. I guess that one starts from you know when I was a kid listening to him in in the car while I was working you know, Saturday mornings. <laughs> It's just a just a fun memory, and I always enjoyed you know the 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 backstory to the grunge and the this and the that and all the music that we listen to. Great, great stuff. The other one, of course, is Sam Trips over at Tinfoil Hat. Uh, another one, again, is uh, Free Thinker Society, Free Thinker TV. Uh, Mike Romanelli, a good friend of ours, friend of the show. He's been on the show numerous times. I love his podcast, uh, and of course, um, the Family Time Happy Hour uh, with Duncan Trussell the the show the show's pretty crazy oh yeah no mercy podcast I don't know no I'm not I don't have flags on that one anymore I used to um, but they got banned from Spotify of all things so uh, they don't have the notifications and Spotify is the one that does most of my notifications I'm okay with it it's strange though I mean we've been working with so anyway back to the, the story I'm listening to this podcast or, or sorry I get the notification and it's nick hinton and nick is somebody that has been on my radar for a long time i've really wanted to have him on the show i've mentioned him a few times uh he's done the black cube of saturn uh written a few books he's got a new book coming out i'm really excited to have him on the show um but he was he w- it popped up but just in, and and it, it just sparked a fire I'm like we got to get nick on the show uh, so I just ended up listening to the, the Duncan Trussell and a uh, man, I get, I, I don't, I get entertained every time I put his show on just the stuff. And, and it sort of falls in line with kind of what I wanted to talk about here. Like, it's like, we're in a position right now and the station that, you know, for a long time, the things that I wanted to talk about, the things that I, you know, that were near and dear and true to my heart, uh, were frowned upon. I guess, or felt as if I couldn't speak of them for fear of being made fun of or talked down to or be derogatory or what have you. I don't know. Um, I was an outsider. I was certainly on the fringe of society and what, what people allowed me to think or believe or, or whatever. I mean, I would open my mouth. And I, it's true, though, that at, there was a time where I, you know, I, obviously I wasn't as articulate as I am right now. He says stuttering his way through the podcast. Um, I, I suppose that I was made fun of partially because of my message, partially because of my delivery. And when I say made fun of, I was also partially made fun of because I was partially speaking to the wrong group of people. What happens when you grow is you sort of grow out of people. And we have this, this thing, this, this preconceived notion that, you know, whoever we're with right now and whatever group of people we're surrounding ourselves with right now is, is our people. And the truth is. Man, before you were hanging out with Karen and Cheryl and these people, you grew into them. You met them somewhere along the way and you became friends. And we take, we take this for granted because to become friends with these people, we often outgrew friendships with other people. But when we're completely oblivious and unaware, we're not even paying attention to the fact that there are other people in the past that we grew through. So as we sit here right now grasping at and becoming aware of our future selves, it's our past selves that are that are taking the hit. It's we're getting upset about our past selves, um, and and that's that's fascinating. It's like oh, you know, uh, I I don't want to grow through this, or I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to lose this friendship, or I don't want to this or that. A true to God friendship is is levels. Somebody goes up, the next person catches up. Somebody goes up, the next person catches up. When you start motivating yourself to step into what it is that you need to do, you find your people. Just like you found the group of people that you may be leaving behind right now. They were at one point somebody you aspired to be like, associate with, this, that, and the other thing. So as we're growing, it's okay to say goodbye. It's okay to mourn the loss of something like that, that friendship, that I don't know, however you want to place it, that, that moment in time of where you were in your life, you know, and again, too, because for the most part, we are, uh, you know, designed to, 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 to wants to please. And it's a weird thing. Like it's a, it's a weird ideology, but it's, it's everywhere. This, this, this idea that we, that we're, that we need to be liked. There he goes stuttering again, that we need to be liked or approved of. Um, I mean, it's fascinating. It's really fascinating that we will beat ourselves up for growth. We will beat ourselves up for letting people go. We will beat ourselves up for doing what's right for us, but yet that we still have no problem criticizing and shunning and shitting on so many other people for doing whatever it is that they're doing. And I'm not saying people, you know, I'm just saying people you've heard of without understanding that everything that we're doing or everything that we've been taught to do or told to do or shown or anything like that, or any ideology that we have literally at all, Having that been handed to us through the media, the news, social media, where we get our opinions from, it it, it just drives me, It make, it just makes me think, it makes me, it pushes me to, I don't know, like I get flustered and frustrated with myself when I think to that regardless of anything we're doing and no matter where we stand, there is a point of contention to either side of it. And so no matter how you choose to operate or no matter what choices you decide that you're going to make for yourself in a certain state of mind that you're in, often the third dimensional state of mind, we find ourselves regretting the decision we've made, feeling bad about making the decision, uh, doubting ourselves along the way, and even the act of doubting ourselves is, is is a positive act, but the act of doubting ourselves is is can be seen as fearful can be seen as positive so even the the simple act of doubting yourself has two sides to the story you know and it's like go with your gut go with your intuition do this do that and then it appears that our intuition is is turning on us the set and the other thing right it's fascinating and this may seem like a a a ramble and you know i mean it kind of is but it's saturday while it's being recorded on saturday i have no idea when i'm going to be uploading these things I've been getting more and more creative with ideas and things I want to talk about. So we just tend to try to get our, do our best to get them to go out on uh, Monday, Tuesday, uh, Thursday, Friday. Of those four days, it's seemingly more and more. I think we're going to get into a system where it's like every Tuesday, every Friday, uh, we upload something. And I don't want to promise that because that doesn't always happen. But I certainly want to give that a shot. I like the idea of that sort of consistency. And I like the idea of being able to sort of reach out. Say my peace, speak my mind, that sort of thing. So that was kind of like a long intro, but a, a, an all-encompassing one, because I wanted to talk about about niches here and all of these podcasts that you can listen to and all of this stuff, you know, everyone's got their thing, everyone's got their flair, everyone's got, you know, whatever it is that, that they want to talk about and their and their fiscal reality, Um. Some people want to talk about ghosts. Some people want to talk about wrestling. Some people want to talk about true crime. Some people want to talk about politics. Some people, I mean, obviously there's topics for everything and every everybody. And anyone listening, to your heart's content, there's somebody out there talking about what you want to talk about. And it's funny because when you're not in purpose, as a speaker, when you're not in purpose, you, like it's just ridiculous what you're talking about. Even when you are in purpose, this episode, for example, is just ridiculous, half the things I'm saying. But they're all intentional, they're all pure, and they're all poignant once you get through my a but everyone's got their niche. And when you have the the desire to speak and you want to sort of narrow your niche down, the more you speak on the topics that you like, the more you articulate the things that you feel that you need to say, the better you become at speaking in general, and the better your message becomes, and the more clear you become, eh, usually, maybe not today. But that's what the audience likes. That's what that's what is necessary for somebody who needs to get their message out. And our message, I don't want to say our message was convoluted because it certainly wasn't. I mean, I mentioned in the 200th episode how you guys had stuck with us on some, on some topics that were important then but aren't now. Uh, I needed to rephrase that because I listened back to it and it kind of irked me. But what I was trying to say was the, the topics that were important to us are the topics that we spoke on at the time we spoke on them. It's not that they're not important now. But it's that those topics and that we spoke on them led to something else. It led to something bigger, something newer, something more. And here we are. Here we are in a world that's changing so rapidly. Like you can't even, you can't even, it's not even up for debate anymore. It's not, you can't deny it. You know, that this world is, is a literally a farce of itself. Every single thing that we're doing and every single thing that, every single thing that's happening is pointing to division, right? All of it, all of it, anything that we can take in any aspect of the world that isn't literally us and nature is division is divisive. If you've turned on the radio, the TV, the television, the, the social media, the Twitter, the Instagram, the Facebook, the, the Squatch box, the, the radio apps, the whatever. I mean, all of it, all of it is, is egoic division driven. And it's funny because you're like, shit. What am I supposed to be paying attention to? What am I supposed to be getting angry at? I mean, Roe v. Wade is the big one right now. Like it's but it's so not important to me. Like I'm not even putting it in the title. Uh that's just, you know, I don't want that. I don't want to be I don't I don't want to be searched and have that come up. First and foremost, I do not have a stance or or the right to have an opinion on what anybody says, thinks, or does with regards to this, their body, their this, their that. I do have thoughts on what it is, um, abortion and that sort of stuff. I do have these thoughts. But these thoughts for this conversation are irrelevant. Because Roe v. Wade, for example, which is what everybody's angry about, makes me laugh. Because if you're angry about the Roe v. Wade, but you're also angry about the people that didn't get the vaccine. Like, like how does that how is that even a thing? And if you've got an opinion on Roe v. Wade, great. Right? And I mean, I would, I would hope that you do. I would hope that everybody has an opinion when it comes to to, to that topic. But the, the, the actual Roe v. Wade, the actual thing is it, it pulls the power of the state away. So here's the most fascinating thing in the entire world with regards to Roe v. Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade allowed or gave the state unconstitutional power when it went into play. In other words, we can mandate or remove the right to abort. The state, the removal of Roe, Roe v. Wade, not the state, sorry, the the the, the, the country, the overall, like the the, the government themselves, like the um, I'm drawing a blank on the, actual, on the actual word. With Roe v. Wade being revoked, it is now up to the individual state in which you reside. It is not up to the overall umbrella of government. That's all the the Roe v. Wade thing did. Now what it, what it, what it's actually done is it's taken away some focus on the other bullshit that's going on certain certain lies and manipulations it's also a donkey for for the for the tail to be pinned on you're going to see people mark my words you're going to see people saying how the overturning of this thing has led to inflation it's led to food shortages it's led to this it's led to brain tumors like you're going to see this shit come up Because the news media, remember, too, there's millions and millions of news media outlets out there. There's all kinds of newspapers and television channels and 6,000 this. But they're all owned by six companies. So there's a narrative being pushed. Now, at one point, this would have sounded like an absolute conspiracy theorist. This guy's got a tinfoil hat on and he's spewing into a microphone. Why am I even listening to this shit right now? Well, now, I mean, for you to not even question that is a bit bizarre because it's, it's everywhere. You can extrapolate from enough information right now to be like, holy shit, you know, what is going on? And that's kind of the crazy thing. So if we can look past, and that's just one instance, but if we can look past that and we can look at absolutely everything else with the same grand scope, holy shit, like you see so much. You see so like when When people talk about just how manipulated all media is. You know, people are arguing egoically for the point. I gotta, I gotta make my point. I need you to understand things my way. I like, come on. Come on. Back to the point of, like, uh, the government and how it's all operating. I mean, there was a thing. I don't know if you guys remember, um, not too long ago. There was... Uh, Donald Trump was the... <laughs> Was the president, and he did some stuff, and some of it was good and some of it was bad, but all of the news media destroyed this man. And at the time, I thought to myself, "Well, hell!" Imagine I put that in the title like that's just the title of this. I'd get it pulled down like immediately. QAnon, Roe v. Wade, Donald Trump, holy fuck uh the censors would be all over me for that we lost another show i mean uh, the, our other show the, the becoming the free which was what we did last week or sorry last episode the 200th uh, we lost that whole show from a year ago two years ago it's hard to believe that that's been that long but just for having these topics those those particular topics being, being in the headlines for people to search and the search engines finding them like we were just we were banned from that stuff And whether, you know, whether you've got to stance or a point on that sort of thing, like, could you imagine or can you imagine like it's happening right now that anyone that's got sort of an opinion on that gets taken down. So you don't even get the opportunity to maybe even hunt down uh, something that could be uh, an alternative thought process. The quote unquote government says that you're not smart enough to do that. I mean, we're, we're living in this dystopian world where, where it's happening more and more and censorship is everywhere. 1984 was a joke, you know, for a, the longest time, but it's happening more and more. But we're not seeing it until you do start seeing it. Then you start asking even bigger questions. You're like, why? Why can't I make them? Why can't I make my mind up that way? And then we say things like, well, the government tells us that stupid people they are they're doing stupid things because of stupid things that they've heard. So we're like, yeah, I get that because those stupid people are doing those stupid things, I shouldn't be able to listen to the thing that might sort of wake me up or make me ask a question or do something. No, it doesn't serve their benefit. It doesn't serve their need. It, it goes against it. But at the same time, you know, it's something that 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 was coming, that everybody knew was coming. And almost like they're banking on it coming. Because is it a negative that, that things are being pulled down only by perspective and only by the idea that you wanted something to be some way? That goes back to the old... Uh, Silver linings, you can find a silver lining in any sort of dark day, dark night. And when you do hunt silver linings, you realize that all the terrible things that ever did happen to you made way for great things. Our version of that podcast is better now than it's ever been. It may not have been exactly how we wanted it to go about, but because of the way that things transpired, we have a firmer knowledge. We have more experience. We, have, we, we were directly attacked. I mean, we've got something more to stand on. So looking back on it, like, was it good? Was it bad? No, at the time it was terrible, but now it's like, you know, it, it was just reiterated that we were on the right path. So with different words, utilize that and step into that light and into that purpose. I don't know. Maybe I'm rambling again. I don't know. I know that I wanted to talk about a few things on the show. I wanted to talk about niche podcasting. I want to talk about where you, you know, where you're going to get your, your points from and Nick. And Duncan talked about this and they brought up a point that, that really hit home with me and I'd never heard this term before and it's called default reality, right? And if you think about it, that makes the most sense because the funny thing is on my notes for what I wanted to talk about on this topic, prior to hearing default reality today, I started writing these notes a little while ago. I said, let's talk about Uh, niches. Let's talk about everybody's got a niche and, and when you find your niche proper, you can start speaking on it you can start growing on it, which we talked about about five, 10 minutes ago. And right below that, I listed my leash, my, my leash, my niche, which is philosophical reality. The idea to think of anything and have an open conversation about it. A proper open conversation where everybody's point is legitimately valid. And that we can all have a laugh and that we can all be open and be like, you know, that's stupid or that's dumb, whatever. Philosophical reality. And they brought up default reality. And I thought, holy shit, here we go. So default reality is the thing that we're all born into. It's the purpose of the game. And I've talked about this too. When you play a game, if you plug in Street Fighter 2, you know, and, and, and your Ken and Ryu doesn't show up on the other side of the screen, the game's going to be pretty boring. You got nobody to beat. You got nobody to overcome. You got nothing to do. So default reality is the game that you are playing, that you must overcome. And I thought to myself, shit, this is, this is phenomenal because default reality is the thing that I fought my way out of. In other words, I saw things differently. I paid attention to things differently. I got criticized by everybody around me. I got called names. I got made fun of. I got physically attacked once. <laughs> that happened. And it was all because... My words went against their cognitive dissonance. Now I'm not gonna say I'm innocent in the in, in these physical attacks because when I was coming out of the third dimension, when I was coming out of this, I was still aggressive. So egoically I was trying to ram things down people's throats. So my tone could have been a little bit off. And if you start if you start firing off with a with an off tone and you start triggering people, well it's your ass, you know? Especially if you're specifically saying things to people like, you're a fucking idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. This is what's really going on. And those words probably came out of my mouth at one point or another. That's not to say that everybody should catch a beating. But in my day, talk shit, get hit. You know, so I'm not even upset about it. Everything happens and everything changes as we progress. You know, you can't, you can't like right now they're trying to like ban and cancel everything that that took place like 20 years ago. It's like, bitch, there's so much that took place 20 years ago that was under different pretense and different connotations. And none of us knew any better to which someone could say, how do you not know any better? Well, you don't know any better until you fuck up and catch a lesson. Then you know any better. Then you know better. Then you, then you comprehend a little bit better. And you're like, holy shit. And this parlays into your life as well. If you've got something on your mind that's weighing on your mind, I know I'm all over the place today, but if you've got something that's weighing on your mind, right, something that you did, said, thought, whatever, right, at the time that you did, said, or thought it, it was what needed to be done for you to get to where you need to be. It was that burning moment inside your head that's like, fuck, it's still bothering me. And because it's still bothering you, it's caused you to change your actions, change your tone. It's caused you to raise awareness of yourself. Because there's a billion things that you've done that aren't even anywhere near the ethos or the mind that you think that you're supposed to be. They don't resonate. They don't, they're not on the same frequency, you know, like that time you accidentally stole from Walmart. Who cares? Right. Walmart didn't pay us to be a cashier. They didn't even train us. Right. It's irrelevant The small things like that. Right. But remember the big things that weigh in your head, the big things that are stuck in your head. Those things are what are currently teaching you. So even though you feel that you're a prisoner to them, they're the things that are teaching you to grow better. And when you do fall in the line with who you're supposed to be, your character will step forward. Right? Your character is you. That's the thing. Everybody, they say everybody's built on their character, right? Who's a character? A character is somebody in a movie, in a play, in a book. So even in the definition of character, even in the definition of self, your character will stand strong. People are telling you that you're living in a story. Your character right now is going about the daily lives of being a human. That's that's just a character. It's not you. How we don't even know who we are because we're not allowed to talk about it. Because we're still, all of us, no matter how far up we are right now, we're breaking out of default reality. And it's fascinating to watch default reality crumble. And it's crumbling for everybody at a different rate, at a different pace. Every last one of the people on this planet, in this reality, in this realm... In this simulation, in this concave earth, in this globe earth, in this infinite space forever expanding, fear, 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 scarcity, fear, scarcity, right? I'm not good enough. Fuck. Why do bad things happen to good people? All of this stuff, right? Once you get past that, like you need that shit. You need that bullshit. These are fucking breakthrough moments all the stuff that we hate and fear and 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 hate about ourselves and, th- and think negatively about ourselves these are our breakthrough moments where if we if they either if they pile up enough they'll shatter us or if we focus on them we can start seeing through certain things another thing that breaks us through these certain things is is ndes near death experiences i recently had one which propelled me into another state i mean i was already breaking free of certain things but uh, that popped me into a different state. That's actually, uh, I'm going to save that whole topic. So that's a whole show right there. And I want to talk about that because that's another thing that pushes people through. So in the coming weeks, you're going to hear about me talking about NDEs, my specific near death experience at the beginning of COVID. It had nothing to do with COVID. It was um, my gallbladder. Is that right? I think it's my gallbladder. That makes sense. One of them. So you don't even think about it now because it's, it's gone, but this is the thing that changed my life. It changed my life. It truly did. There were certain things that that revelations that were made that day. Now I say all this, ladies and gentlemen, because the best thing I can tell you right now is we are living in some version of something, but nothing is set in stone. And all of the things that exist in the thing that we're living in are designed to fuck with you. So are you going to let them inside? Again, it reminds me of one of the best sayings in the entire world a rowboat can withstand all of the water and all of the weight of the ocean until it lets the water inside. And that, that goes for all of us. We can withstand anything until we start allowing certain things to get in. And then we panic like hell and we shovel it all out. Right. Or we sink. (laughs) And when we sink, all that's happening there is we're in a different atmosphere. We're in a different spot. Now we're not a boat on the water. We're a boat in the water. We're floating down and we're seeing things inside the water. Anyway, man, this world, there are so many things inside of us and there are so many things going on and there are so many things everywhere that are happening at all times that give us an opportunity to have an opinion. And I'll tell you this most fascinating thing in the entire world is you are right about everything you believe that you're right about. And so is the person you're arguing with. Not only that, but you're both wrong because even the fact that we have the opportunity to argue, we're arguing with a language that was handed to us. The English language or any language that you speak, it's not your negative tongue. You were taught this. You were taught the limitation of language. And that's something that blows people's minds. That's also something I'm going to end the show on. Ladies and gentlemen, And the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice.